0: hello and welcome my name is sam this is the real time story time show by robert r ricks it is an interactive live event where viewers submit keywords or phrases and then rob has between two to three minutes to figure out the story and then perform it while using the provided keywords or phrases we need between 10 to 12 keywords and i will be selecting them from the stream talking system if you'd like to be part of the show go to www.streamtalking.com and sign up as a viewer go to the robert r ricks channel there and you will see the real time story time you will be able to provide a keyword or a phrase there. If you'd like to support the show, you could always buy Rob a shot at the kofi.com website. The address is www.co-fi.com slash Ricks. He loves him his shots. Or you could always go to amazon.com and buy one of his excellent books. Hang tight as we get the show set up.
1: What's up guys, it's your boy Robert R. Ricks. This is the real-time storytime show This streams live Sundays at 7 p.m. We have uh, our keywords and stuff submitted. Let's say what's up to Paula. What's up, Paula? What's up, Bronx? There's a few other people on and uh, For you folks on the podcast, you don't see a lot of the stuff that goes on but we um Use a system called streamtalking.com where the viewers ahead of time go up and submit some keywords. So today's keywords are ethereal, bloody pumpkin, beware of zompires, teenage mutant ninja werewolves, politician is just a fancy word for a highly paid clown, redemption cannot be found for me, kill em all, damnation, still beating heart, Samhain phobia, 40 more years of trumps, and pharaoh. Uh, for you folks that are watching on YouTube, every time when a keywords or get, uh, keyword or phrase gets used, you'll see that flash on the screen. For you folks listening on a podcast, you're just going to have to remember those words, okay? All right, so without further ado,
2: let's get it started.
1: The light was brilliant. It flashed, and there was always the pain. I wouldn't call it earth pains. It's more of a sensation of all of your physical senses suddenly activating at one time. When you're in hell, you hurt. There's pain. At least for the mortals there. But it affects me as well. When I'm in hell, there is a deep aching pit inside of me that aches and there's a sadness, a profound sadness that is expanded deeply while within the plane of hell. When I arrive on the earth, the pain that I suddenly experience is different. All the flesh, the, the, the brilliant flashing lights, the smells, my lord, the smell, the taste, the sound, everything awakening at one time it wasn't my first rodeo i had manifested on the earth thousands of times before i wondered though what the fuckheads in hell had decided i was going to look like this time when you use their system you have to follow their rules so when somebody summons me i have to follow the rules of the demon kind They found insane pleasure, grotesque pleasure, in fucking with me all the time. Once, I showed up as a steamy pile of sentient shit that was difficult. This time, though, I checked quickly. I had both my legs, my arms, my eyes, all of the facial features... But I noted I was staring at the world from a very low position. God damn it. They made me a fucking midget again. That was fine. I stood skidding my bearings. There was a dim light shining into the alleyway. I chuckled to myself. Well, that's not cliche at all. Me appearing inside of an alleyway. Only thing that would make this perfect is if there was a hobo. I looked to my right and then my left and was surprised to see not one, but two homeless men staring at me, eyes wide in disbelief. Well, shit, this is fucking awkward. I walked to the man to the right, extended my hand and smiled at him, and he stared down. I looked. I was naked. I was a naked midget. This was indeed awkward. I kept my hand extended said, Pleased to meet you. My name is Mr. Trouble. So tell me, what's the worst thing you've ever done? He stared at me for a moment,
2: pondered, and then said, I killed a man once. Wow, that's horrible. Uh, would you mind
1: going and standing next to your friend over there? He stared across the alley at the man who was watching both of us cautiously. He grabbed my hand and I helped him stand. He followed me over to the other, which I said, Hello, my name's Mr. Trouble. So tell me, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Uh... I stole a lot of money. I hurt people for drugs. Oh, that's a crying shame. Listen, I need you two fellows to stand there, face the wall away from me, just for a moment, if you don't mind. They did as I told them. Since, compelling them to do something as simple as standing and facing a wall, was easily achieved considering the levels of the sins that they had committed in their lifetime. I felt bad for them in a way, but I also didn't. As I reached up towards the first man's spine, plunging my hand in and grabbing it quickly, I said, please don't scream or make any noises while I work, fellas, and their mouths were sealed. Even if they wanted to, they would be unable to scream. I knew that they would feel intense, agonizing pain. But I needed body. I needed flesh. I needed blood. I needed building components for me to fix what the demons had fucked with me with. There's no way I was going to meet whoever had summoned me in a form of a midget's body. That was not going to happen. I tore the spine out of the first man and he dropped to the ground. I killed him quick. I made sure it was as painless as possible, but there had to have some pain associated with it because the fluids I needed from his spine required it. The other man strained to look out of the corner of his eyes. I might not need you. Just hold tight for a second. I began to slurp at the bloody mess in my hands. And as I did... I could hear him breathing quickly. I traced a few symbols on the spine which made it glow. It instantly exploded into a powdery form. I inhaled it. As I did I could feel my body extending and stretching. This was probably going to work with only one. He was strong enough. His body had enough essence in it for me to achieve what I needed. I felt my skin stretch, my legs extended, and I realized I was now towering over the other man. How tall are you? You can talk now. Five-seven. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you didn't see anything. Nothing happened here. You had a bad nightmare. Why don't you go walk down to the other end there and just hang out and go back to sleep? He nodded walked away. Now... Why was I standing in a fucking alleyway? That was peculiar. Even more peculiar was... There was no pentagrams on the ground. No binding spells. No... Nothing. This was queer. This was not how it normally worked. Usually by now, there would be some greedy human standing before me, bellowing his orders and telling me what he needed bound or some such. Or there would be somebody who would be asking me to go and retrieve answers to questions that they desperately wanted. Hmm. And here there was. Nobody. Nobody but two homeless men to greet me as I arrived from Hell. Well, I'm butt-fucking naked. Hmm. I guess... that is enough material here. I considered the... remains of the man that had been there before. spineless obviously I cast a few motions in the air clothing rose shifted and suddenly it exploded into a brilliant light and floating three feet away from me was a brilliant suit dark black blacker than skin or fabric could ever hope to be and I had a bright blue silk tie I thought blue was an appropriate color for this, although I didn't know why, so I quickly dressed. Ah, feels better already. Now, the question I need to know is, when and where am I? Hmm. since nobody's here to bark orders at me, I guess I'm free to figure that out myself.
2: I walked forward, turned a corner looked down the street, and decided
1: suburbia might be better, as I could see it a few blocks away. Looking to my left, I could see what was beginning to be slight industrial city environments. That didn't feel right. I could probably get more answers that way, but suburbia felt appropriate. So I began to walk down. As I entered into the small house areas where each house was cookie cutter, resembling the previous one, with slight variations to colors and patterns on the porch, I knew I was there around Halloween. But which Halloween was it? I knew it was Halloween. I knew the month was sometime October, and it was just getting dark, and yes, kitties walking around. Well... This was going to be fun. I hadn't been on the earth in a Halloween
2: without a leash in a long, long time. Hmm, this could be interesting. I saw a little kid walk
1: in front of me, almost bumped into me. Excuse you, I said to the small child. He looked up and said, Oh, sorry, uh, I'm just hurrying, trying to find my sister so we can get trick or treating. Oh, can't find your sister. Where's your mom? I don't know. Maybe she's at home. She said we can go trick-or-treating. I examine a child who couldn't be older than six. How old is your sister? Four. So let me get this straight. You've lost your baby sister. You, You were going to take her? Did your brother or sister come with you? Maybe older brother or sister? No. Mama said we can go by ourselves. Really? Here, let's find your sister real quick. I accompanied the child until, sure enough, a block or two down the street, we saw a small child dressed as a bumblebee. The costume was horrible, horrendous, stained, holes in it, really, really shoddy. So uh, what's up with your sister there? He ran over and got his sister. Come on, JJ. Let's go this way. She said nothing. She looked at me and smiled, though. I nodded at her. Why don't you guys show me where your house is? Let me double check and make sure your mom knows that you guys are out trick-or-treating. Okay. He led me. What's your name? My name's Jason. Okay, Jason. Show me where you live. We walked far too far for a child to be away from his home Unprotected, unguarded, I knew well the evil that could have snatched this child, done horrible things to this child. Hell, in the right situations, I may have been the one to do that to the child, but not today. Not today. Today I was interested in finding dear old mom and seeing what the fuck was up with her. We got to a house, which was really an eyesore. I knew the neighbors in the area must have hated this woman or the husband or whoever because the house was in complete disarray. The door was open. There was a bowl sitting empty on the outside with a note in it that said please help yourself. I looked at Jason. Was there candy in that? No. (laughs) Your mom is something else. Your mom liked to drink? Yeah. Why don't you and your sister go hang out over there? I'm going to go talk to your mom for a second. I walked into the house. Didn't bother to knock. The door was open. And she was expecting somebody. I walked in. Walked straight through the living room. Smelled it more than saw it. Got into the kitchen. The woman was leaning on a card table. Stained. She glanced up at me. Sneered. Who the fuck are you? Oh, my name is Mr. Trouble. What's your name? My name is get the fuck out of here. Really. So tell me, what's the worst thing you've ever done? What? What's the worst thing you've ever done?
2: Sober up. Instantly, she snapped to attention. Her eyes focused on me. I, I, I killed my father. Why? Why did you kill your father? He would rape me and my
1: sister. Oh, well, I haven't heard that one before. Actually, no, I have. I've heard that hundreds of times. Listen, I need you to do something for me. I need for you to keep an eye on your fucking kids, take them trick-or-treating, And one second, I walked outside, walked over to the next door neighbor's house, which had lots of brilliant decorations, lots of candy, kids lined up. I walked around to the back. There was a husband sitting back in the backyard, drinking a beer, barbecue going, smiling. Walked up to him. Excuse me, sir. Sorry to bother you. Today's Mr. Trouble. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Uh, I stole a lot of money from work. Yeah, that's what I figured. Listen, you haven't had have any money on you? Uh, i got a couple hundred dollars in my pocket. Yeah, give it to me right now. Uh, here you go. Alright, this never happened. Have a good night. Happy Halloween. I walked back over to the other house. Gave the woman money. Listen, I want you to go take these kids trick-or-treating. Then, I'd like for you very, very much to take these kids to a diner. Something good. Feed them. And you will immediately forget all of the daddy issues, all the things your father did to you and get rid of that crutch and you will begin to rebuild your life. And you will start to do things to make your life a better, better situation. And if for some reason you are unable to do that, you will take your kids somewhere safe where somebody will take care of them and then you will go to the top of the highest building and you will swan dive off that some bitch and splatter your head into the ground. Understand? Yes. Alright. Happy Halloween. I gave her the money and I walked outside. Oh, by the way, uh, what year is it? Year? Yeah, what year is this? 2020. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Then I looked around quickly, saw the face masks. Son of a... Bitch, it is fucking 2020. Ah, I fucking hate this year. Okay, all right. Okay, JJ, Jason, you guys have yourself a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. And always remind Mommy to thank Mr. Trouble for her getting her shit together. Okay? Jason smiled. JJ simply said, shit. Which made me smile. You kid. I continued walking down the street, not knowing why I felt the pull to go in that direction, but I did. I paused. I felt a weird sensation. I glanced to my left, staring at pumpkins, and then they began to shift and ooze. And as I saw the bloody pumpkin, I realized, aha, I'm getting close. Things are starting to manifest. Halloween! How fucking interesting is this? Halloween. Hmm. I looked around. and saw a few other kids. And I was like, well, let's see if we can guess some of these cute little outfits here. I walked up to a group of kids. And for the life of me, I could not guess their costumes. I stared and tried to rack my mind and see if I saw some of the classics. Draculas, werewolves. You know, Frankenstein, something. But no, alas, none of them. I looked at one kid who did kind of resemble a werewolf a little bit, but not quite. And I asked him, hey kid, what the hell are you supposed to be? Me? Yeah.
2: I'm supposed to be a teenage mutant ninja werewolves. Werewolf? Teenage Mutant Ninja?
1: Is that a thing?
2: Yeah, it's part of a team. Teenage Mutant Ninja Werewolves.
1: There's like a, a pack of six of them. Kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. His dad walked over. Hey, buddy. What the hell you doing talking to kids? I'm just admiring the costumes. It's Halloween. I'm just trying to figure out who's who. And I looked at him and he... Was wearing a worker's outfit and I said, what are you supposed to be tired? I got off a fucking work. Oh All right. Well, no big deal. I'm just uh, You know Checking out some stuff just seeing what's what Why you guys so wound up anyway, you know you guys are just on edge I'm noticing this vibe from all of you parents right now in fact There's a woman back there. I had ran into she seemed really really bummed out why? Are you fucking retarded? This damn Rona and everything else. We, You know, we need fucking help. We need money. And these fucking politicians, they're ain't doing their fucking job. They're not helping us. Well, you know, my friend. Politician is just a fancy word for a highly paid clown. And might I say, ass clowns. He chuckled. Yeah, amen to that, brother. Well, all I know is I fucking... Hope Trump fucking wins this damn election because if Biden wins it, we're really fucked. Oh, Trump. Let's see. Twenty. Well, you know, allow me to just shine a little spoiler with you. There's going to be 40 more years of Trumps in different stages. But your boy, he's not going to make it on this one. But don't you worry. The Trumps aren't down for long. He stared at me how in the fuck could you possibly even know that well let's just say I'm like mrs. Cleo I'm kind of psychic he sneered at me man you the weird one all right I'm gonna take my kids get the fuck out of here so he walked on and I smiled at him yeah seems like a good guy really be bummed out after the elections but that's okay and if he thinks Tyrone is bad now holy shit he ain't seen nothing yet continued walking there was something that shimmered in the air. I felt its presence. <sighs> okay. Nice. I know you're fucking there. I could feel you. What are you? It said nothing, but I felt a gentle nudge. Oh, you're a servant. You're basically telling me where I need to go. I felt the nudging increase slightly. Something was sitting in the ethereal plane, acting as a guide. Directing me where I needed to go. And I decided I'd had enough walking around in a world of man to go ahead and see what the fuck was going on. So I followed it. As I did, I saw some more children that ran about. And one was a teenager. And he had a funny shirt. I had to pause and ask him a question. Excuse me, young man. What does your shirt mean? It means you're fucking Stupid. What are you fucking dumb? Alright. Enough's enough. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Uh I cheated on my my test. Oh okay, well that's enough for you to answer the fucking question. What 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 the fuck is a a, a zompire's? What is what is that? What's a zompire? His shirt had said beware of zompires, which caught my attention. I'd never heard of a zompire before. I assumed it was probably some kind of a amalgamation or mixture of Two different types of undead, but I wanted to hear what the youngster had to say. You know, a is like a zombie vampire. Yeah, but that's like a double negative. That's stupid. A vampire by its own essence is an undead creature. A zombie is also an undead creature. One is dumb and one is not. So why would you mix those together? Because uh, it's cool, bro. <sighs> yes, we are definitely in 2020. Okay. Thank you. I felt the nudging and kept pushing. It took me towards an old Victorian. Beautiful. House shimmered with power. Oh, wow. This is going to be interesting. I was filled with trepidation and fear. There was something wrong about the house. Not in the wrong that somebody who had been sitting in hell for hundreds of years would considered normally wrong, but just wrong in that it was not the type of house that would be summoning one such as myself. I got to the house, walked in, immediately was taken aback by all of the religious artifacts that were in the area.
2: Beautiful. Perfect. I sighed, walked in, saw a library open,
1: fireplace blazing sat down. A young woman sat at a table, looked up, pressed her reading glasses firmly back, and nodded. Took you a while to get here, she said. Well, I don't know who told you how to summon me, miss, but you fucked up. You didn't do it right. If you did it right, I would have appeared right here. She nodded, flipped through her papers, Jotted some notes. How far away were you? Oh, I was a good seven or eight blocks back that way. Huh. That's... That's not good. Huh. I guess some of the data we have is wrong. Okay, so... Uh, who might you be? Uh, that's not important. What is important is you are Mr. Trouble, correct? Yes, I am Mr. Trouble. And why don't you tell me the worst thing you've ever done? Oh, um, how about you go fuck yourself? That made me smile. The fact that she was able to tell me to fuck off meant she didn't have any major sins. She didn't have anything that she specifically felt guilty about. See, that was the crux of it. It was either the sin itself or the guilt associated with it that compelled people to do what I told them to do. And here was an anomaly. Hmm. Well, okay. Might I ask why I'm here then? Well, sure. There's things that we need to get and you're gonna help us get it. Oh, see, there's a problem. Uh, Usually it's one item per summon. Uh, That's the rules. Not my rules, by the way, just the rules that I'm kind of forced to follow because you know, I'm kind of stuck in hell and you know, they're, uh, they got rules. So, one thing. And then you might have to try to summon me again, but usually the second, third, or fourth time it gets kind of exponentially harder to to pull me back again and again and again. In fact, I can only think of one other person who pulled me back twice. Yeah. Yeah, we know about her. But that's that's not important what's important is you're going to get these things for us oh really Uh, and uh, pray tell why the fuck would I do this because you help us that's a path towards redemption I laughed
2: I laughed hard at that honey redemption cannot be found for me I don't care what you say it's not in the cards well um
1: yeah you're wrong there we can help you get redemption and we can help you get back what you lost I stared at her what do you fucking know about what I've lost well we know that mm, what three four hundred years ago something like that uh, a woman that you loved very very much
2: tore your heart out And as you stared at her, holding your still beating heart, she cursed you. And you never saw her or your heart again. The words burned.
1: Anger welled in me. How the fuck did this woman know all of this information? I wanted so badly for her to know and do something that would make her feel guilty or for her to commit a sin. I thought about perhaps attacking her and letting her kill me. But then I'd have to find my way back and track her down. Too much work. Too much hassle. Fine. Well, listen. Uh, there is no way I can get redemption, even if you're able to find a heart or
2: anything else. The fact is... Um, I'm fucked and that curse the one she put on me that's damnation above
1: all else my soul is so cursed so fucked that even hell doesn't know what to do with me and heaven sure as fuck ain't touching me yeah I know you're kind of an anomaly you slip through the cracks Again, I stared at her. How do you know this? How do you know so much information about me, and yet you can't even do a simple summon? Well, I'm not a uh, a mage, so that's why the spells are shoddy. I know a lot about you because I've been studying you for the better
2: part of 20 years. Say what? You've been studying me? Yes, you're... Your
1: achievements, your history, things that you have done. Hmm. Wow, that's embarrassing. I can't say I'm proud about most of that stuff. But, you know, I guess uh, in some ways it's it's not as bad as, you know, I don't know, some of the Romans or, you know, shit, the Pharaoh, some of the shit the Pharaoh did. I mean, granted, I I've done things I'm not proud of. And uh, if you are uh, referring to anything, especially the uh, the whorehouse situation over in Texas, um, I I, I want you to know most of those things I was compelled by clients. She nodded. I understand that. I do. I get that. But. We have a serious situation which we cannot deal with, but you are going to help us. And if I say No. Well, then if you say no, then we make your life very, very, very uncomfortable. Really? And how would you do that? She motioned again. The door behind me closed. Suddenly, chains from the walls extended down and snapped around my ankles and my wrist, extending me out. Wow, this is fucking kinky. Okay. Um... What's the deal here? You do realize it's Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. I saw the kids with the costumes and everything else, and you know, big deal. You do realize that this is a celebration for Sam Hain. Well, yeah, that's that's how some people say it, but that's that's not the actual correct way to say Sam Hain, but yeah, whatever. And There's a reason we chose this particular day to summon you. Do you know why that is? Understanding, understanding started to dawn on me. The veils are thin. Yeah, the veils are thin. So, one thing we could do is, we can break
2: your tether to hell. And lock you here. I looked at her. No, you wouldn't do that. If you
1: know enough about me, you know what that would mean. Yeah. You'd go back to being that decaying nasty form before hell was gracious enough to open their their doors to you. Okay. Let's say for sake of argument that I get a little Sam Hain phobia right here and I do exactly what you fucking tell me. Okay? Uh I kind of need to know what the gig is before I can tell you whether or not I could do it. Oh, we know you could do it. Okay. What what is it? We need you to go into a heavily fortified building. We need for you to go in, find all the men inside of there, kill them all, and retrieve the item that they're guarding.
2: And what would that item be? The item in question is a book. Simple book? Yeah,
1: you know, nothing seems to be simple with this. So how many people are we talking about?
2: Oh there's a good thirty men. Thirty men. Are they armed? Yeah, heavily. Okay. Um
1: Why can't you guys go in yourselves? Why do you need me? Let's just say you are uniquely qualified to go in and get this item. And I have another, another little bit of information that might help entice you to go there. Okay,
2: what's that? We also know the location of your dog. Wait, what? your dog Bobo what do you you know about my dog Bobo? we know what happened we
1: know that was also an unfortunate side effect of what your fiance did to you all those years ago but there's information there as well about Bobo
2: which we'll give you for free I go kill a bunch of people, grab a book, come back and then we're done for now
1: that's the first piece And then when you come back, we'll discuss the rest. Hmm. Fine. You summoned me. You've outlined the first part of your deal. I accept. Now, please, take the chains off. She motioned. The chains released their grasp and slid away, hidden in the walls again. Nice trick, by the way. Bet you're freaky in a sack. She smiled, shook her head. Here is the information. There is a car out front ready to take you to the building, at least a block away from the building. Yeah, okay. Alright, so any particular way you want these guys dead, or is this dead dead just that fine? Just dead, so they don't bother anybody else. Fine. I took the information, went outside, sure enough an F- SUV was waiting for me, I jumped in. It started to drive. It drove for about 15 minutes, stopped. Big burly man got out, opened the door for me. When I got out, I noticed we were stood about the same height. Hey, how tall are you? I asked. Uh, 6'2". Huh, cool. Name's Mr. Trouble. Please don't do that to me. Oh, sorry, have it. So where's the building? Over there. He pointed. I could sense and feel there was evil there. Lots of it. Hold the fuck up. What kind of people are these? Your kind of people. Great, so this will get me in trouble, isn't it? Probably. Fuck. Okay. I walked on, got to the front door. A small, skinny Latino man was there. Heavy pockmarks on his face. Had a hawk-like nose. Beady eyes shifting left and right. I approached him and smiled. He looked at me in my suit. You know, if it wasn't fucking Halloween, I'd say, what the fuck are you dressed up as? Oh, me? I'm just Mr. Trouble. So tell me, what's the worst thing you've ever done? I saw his eyes flip black. Oh, shit. I have killed women, children, many animals, I have sucked the marrow out of their bones. Yeah, okay. Uh, give me all your weapons. Everything right now. Give me everything. Now, you're a demon, right? Yes. Everybody else in the building's demons too? Yes. And you guys are guarding a book upstairs? Yes. What is this book? I do not know its name, but we are tasked with watching it. We move it all the time. Where was it before? Egypt. Okay, so you guys have moved it a lot, a lot. Um, Alright, I suppose uh, we could do this one of two ways. You could voluntarily go back to hell right now. Or I can kill the host. What do you like? I like fighting. Alright, that's, that's fair. Um, so this is your gun. I showed it to him because he had given it to me. He smiled. Yes. I like... I shot him right in his face. Well... That sucks. Now everybody knows I'm here. This could be interesting, though. I walked in. Another man was there. We began to wrestle. He had my arms pinned. So, uh... What's the worst thing you've ever done? I have raped and pillaged, blah, 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 blah. It went on for a while. He had a list. Are you good at fighting? Yes. Are you deadly? Very. Okay. You love me very much and you're going to protect the shit out of me and you're going to be my personal bodyguard. Anybody come near me, you're going to kill them, understand me? And at the very least, you're going to pin them down so I can talk to them. We did this for a while, going room to room, and I amassed probably about 15 to 20 little sidekicks that came with me as we went through the building. By the time we got to the top floor, we had killed half and I had maybe almost the rest of the half of the building as my personal slaves until we got to the very top, got to the room where the guardian of the book was at. He stared at me, Mr. Trouble, what are you doing here? I got summoned, man. I got summoned. I don't know who the fuck it is. me. They want that book though. You can't have it. We gave you haven. We protected you. Yeah, you guys fucking also used the shit out of me and a bunch of other stuff. Look, a job's a job, guy. I'm not trying to fuck you up or anything else. Fuck, look, I didn't kill these guys. I kept them around. All I want's the book. If you take the book, we have to hunt you. Yeah, I get that. I I do, I get that. But listen, um... We could do the whole thing where I ask you, you know, blah, 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 and you tell me blah, 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 then I control you too. Your power won't work on me. You want to try? We could figure it out. He smiled. He considered it. His eyes wavered for a moment. It won't work on me. Well, see, now you did it. So tell me, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Now, normally I don't have to push the subject usually there's some weird compulsion forces them to say whatever they've done from a sin point of view or if they're guilty Old girl got away with it because she did not feel guilt demons typically don't feel guilt but they do understand the significance of sin in fact it's kind of like their own version of the commandments as above is below they follow the rules especially when it comes to sin he fought i smiled at him you know i know you want to tell me all of those horrible horrible things you did to rise through the ranks the thousands of souls you had to have rendered he smiled yes yes and he began to bare his soul which was becoming repetitive and quite boring When it was done, I smiled at him. All right, listen. I really am not trying to get a fucking black eye when I get back down to hell. So I'm not going to kill you guys. I'm just going to take the book. Even though they asked me to kill all of you. I'm breaking a rule here. You understand what that means. I'm breaking a rule. He smiled at me. We will come for the book. Yeah, no, you're not. Because... And I said it, and the power of my voice reverberated in the room. None of you will seek the book out. If you see the book, you won't see the book. If you see me, you won't see me. Are we clear? They all nodded. I walked out, walked down the street. My ride was still there. He stared at me. You didn't kill him, did you? I didn't have to. I'm not trying to fucking rock the boat. You motherfuckers are trying to make the only place that's keeping me safe a little less safe. So yeah, a little person, uh, professional etiquette here goes a long way. I had killed half of them, but the ones that mattered, I didn't. He nodded. Do you have the book? I held it up and showed it to him. Sure fucking do. Okay, let's go back. We rolled back, and as we got into the library study again the woman smiled at me she said okay deal's a deal remember you wanted to see bobo i said yeah i did want to see bobo but i looked through this book and to be honest with you there's really not a lot here this is just a ledger of names it's it's nothing it's, it's boring frankly it's very boring i'm surprised I see nothing in here about Bobo. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the book is, is for us. It's for us to find lineage and things of that nature. It's, it's no big deal. May I have the book, please? I tossed it over to her. I had memorized everything that was in a book, so it didn't really matter to me. It wasn't that big of a book in the first place. She
2: motioned, and she pulled out a device, and then the air cracked in front of me, Flashed, and my dog was standing there. But
1: it wasn't the dog which had attacked me, or the dog which had betrayed me, the dog which had broken the bond of boy and dog. This was Bobo as I remembered him, full of love and happiness. Chase's tail snuggled up at my feet gave me happiness. Son of a bitch! Bobo he yipped howled ran around me the zoomies full force he paused and slid and stopped and nuzzled his face up along my legs and knew me instantly even though i wasn't in my normal flesh he still knew me i don't i don't understand how where was he he died a
2: long time ago okay but I looked at her. All dogs go to heaven? She smiled. There was clapping behind
1: me. I turned. An angel was there. Jet black wings. Powerful physique. Piercing eyes. Oh, shit, I said. Did I just do a job for upstairs? Yes, you did.
2: And you're going to do a few more for us. Oh, fuck. The girl cleared her throat. It's like I said. We will help you get redemption. We will
1: help you get back your heart. <sighs> Fine. Okay. I guess this is the beginning of an interesting relationship. I scratched Bobo behind his ears, glanced back at the angel.
2: I knew. This was going to be the beginning of something very, very interesting. Okay.
1: So that is the end of part one of uh, Mr. Trouble. And Mr. Trouble is a character that I originally created inside of um, the Sordid Adventures of Farouk Funtuk and Jizzy Jay. And is a character I really liked. Uh, and he, he served a really good cathargic part when I was living in this apartment complex with really shitty people. um, So yeah, he's going to be uh kind of an, this is going to be a very interesting story. So let's see if we got everything. We got uh, Ethereal in there. Bloody Pumpkin was in there. Uh, Beware of Zompires was in there. Teenage Mutant Ninja Werewolves was in there. Uh, Politician is just a fancy word for a highly paid clown was in there. Redemption Cannot Be Found For Me was in there. Kill All was in there. Damnation was in there. Still Beating Heart was in there. Uh, Sam phobia was in there. Forty more years of Trumps in there, and Pharaoh. So I got all of the keywords. So that was awesome. Um, so yeah. So next week Sunday we're gonna go ahead and continue. It'll be Mr. Trouble number two. I'm not quite sure how many um, how many episodes are gonna be. I know we're gonna have at least four. So if you guys want to be part of the adventures of Mr. Trouble, uh, you're just gonna go to the uh, streamtalking.com uh, website make sure you have an account go into the real-time story time and then you will basically see um what will that be 11 15 2020 for next week's uh uh thing will will say mr trouble number two on it and then just put your keyword or phrase inside of that and then next week we will keep this ball rolling and you guys will be part of that story So this was just the first part, the taste, for you to see what is Mr. Trouble number one. And uh, like I said, this happens every Sunday, 7 o'clock, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, We missed the last few because I had some injuries and some stuff like that that sidelined me. This story was originally going to happen right around Halloween. That's why there was quite a few Halloween pieces that were in there. worked out fine, though. Um, And then we will uh, keep it going from there. All right, guys. That is it for now. I will see you guys... uh, next week okay thanks guys
0: thank you for checking out the show you don't know what it means for rob he really enjoys doing these shows and it is a good challenge to keep his brain sharp we will be creating a new entry on the stream talking website which you will see when the podcast goes live which is usually on monday morning then you can feel free in adding your keyword or phrase anytime you feel like it thank you ahead of time for contributing to the show if you do if you'd like to support the show you could always buy rob a shot at the Kofi.com website the address is www.co-fi.com slash Ricks. That's it for now, we hope to see you all again next week As Rob says, same bad time, same bad channel